The Litro Lab Podcast. Goodbye, love, by Judy Ocello. The funeral home was having an issue with the AC, which made the smell of perfume even more pungent. Well beyond what was acceptable, even for the older ladies who knew how everyone was related. The kids had already formed a mob and were busy consolidating plans between trips to the bathroom from all the juice that they were given. I knelt in front of my grandma's casket and tried to look like a good granddaughter who went to church and knew how to say things to God. My grandma was wearing the pale pink suit from her second wedding. Her first husband had been a difficult man who hadn't said much, especially after the war. My dad said that I was a lot like him, but I had never gone to war and hoped that the fear and violence within me was still safely hidden. The thick layer of beige makeup on her matching face, neck, and hands accentuated the tiny hairs on her cheeks and chin and made me think of bruises. Bruises as cheap jewelry, like the long strands of fake colored pearls that hung in her bathroom. I get bruises from George when he tries to teach me self-defense and I get sentimental about them. I wanted to ask my grandma's spirit for advice about this and George, but I thought it might be rude, so I did a quick sign of the cross and walked over to my sister, who asked if I was ready to leave. We swung by the photo collage one last time and drove back to Indiana in silence, with her cigarette window down and the AC on full blast. When she dropped me off at the bar, She said to say hi to George for her, but she'd never met him. I held the door for a couple of smokers who said that the playoffs had just ended and walked into the haze of post-game decision-making, where large, middle-aged men with health problems and wives stretched their bad backs and sore necks until they hurt and wondered if they should bring home a pizza. A group of younger guys who had pulled two tables together sent one of their buddies up to the bar to get another pitcher of beer while they decided if they were going to hit on me. I grabbed a seat at the bar next to a stocky blonde in a powder blue t-shirt who looked like he had roid rage and started telling him about the wake. Eileen. Am I too late? Eileen! George stood behind me with a half-full beer, which many was smoking out back when I walked in the front. He wasn't that attractive. Probably 80 pounds overweight in a linebacker sort of way. When he smiled, you could see these two indents in his front teeth from what looked like cracking and eating sunflower seeds, but... It seemed too healthy of a snack for him. 
He wears Blackhawks jersey, red polo shorts, and mint green Converse high tops. A cigarette was tucked behind his ear. He introduced himself to the blonde guy as someone not to fuck with and put a hand on my shoulder saying that I was tougher than him, but he wasn't convinced that I had the best judgment. I shrugged his hand off and we grabbed two seats at the end of the bar before the conversation got a little too long. And immediately, he started lecturing me about how I should always let a band walk first through any door with a lock. He said that they could push me inside, lock the door, and attack me, and he always wanted me to be in control. Now, I never go to the bar alone, and I've never, ever taken anyone home from the bar who I'd just met. Except for George, which is why he thought I did it with everyone. I grabbed his hand and swept my fingertips along the inside of his palm until he stopped them where I wanted them. The calluses were still there, so I figured he'd been working with his hands, probably not wearing any gloves. He changes jobs a lot. In fact, he was supposed to leave town this last time, which is why the breakup was supposed to be so good. It was supposed to be the last one. He said he'd lost his job for doing something stupid and wanted my advice, but he kept rehashing what had happened over and over and never got to the part about what he was going to do next. Hey, George. Do you ever think about family or me? George? After we broke up, did you move back in with your ex? He stayed silent, so I told the bartender we were ready for the check, but then George started asking about tequila, which meant that he was sorry. The bartender gave us each a glass of Hornitos and a handful of limes, plus some more expensive stuff to share. And given our finances, we were being treated very well. George calls it respect. I figured we'd want to go 50-50 on the bill, so I was trying to keep my own drinking slow. I'm usually one for two of his drinks, and I always sit out on the shots, but it's a little harder to be polite and drink tequila. George is twice my size, but I like to stay a little smarter than him if I can. We had enough cash for the bill and the tip, plus George threw in an extra five because he believes in goodwill towards bartenders. He says they talk, which is true, but he also said that he had an hour. Now, I don't need friends or benefits like that. I said that and left with him because I realized that I couldn't walk out without him because when I stood up, I fell, but 
George caught me and the bar stool before it hit the ground. And he put an arm around my waist and made sure I got outside. I only lived three blocks away, but the street in front of the bar had cars coming from both directions at different speeds, sometimes two from one side and one from the other. I asked George to carry me, but he made me walk. I pulled his arm even tighter around my waist and held my breath until we got to the other side. Then, I let him walk a few steps ahead of me and pressed my knee into his back and locked both of my arms tight around his throat. Okay, stop, he said. And I released my arms, straightened my leg, and slid down his back until my feet touched the ground. No one does it like that on the first try. I'm impressed. Instinct, I said. He pressed me up against a nearby car and he kissed me. I told him I wasn't going to let him in, but he still insisted on walking me the whole way home. Subscribe to Literal Lab Podcast on Spotify.